I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So we have a ton to go over today, you guys, a ton. But before we jump into all of it, I wanted to remind you guys that tonight is the State of the Union. So that is going to be a speech from President Biden. It's going to be airing at 8 p.m. Central Time. I will be watching as I do every time and reporting on it back to you guys, anything that I thought was a big revelation or anything that is of note or importance, I will relay it to you guys. But I definitely encourage you to watch it for yourselves, though. Again, it's on 8 p.m. Central Time, and it can be streamed from a laptop. If you just Google State of the Union Watch Live or something along those lines, you can watch it live on a lot of major news outlets websites. But I'd also imagine it's on cable as well. (laughs) I don't have cable, actually, so I don't know exactly where you tune in for it on cable, but Whether you're watching it yourself or not, we will be covering it in tomorrow's episode with a summary, so definitely stay tuned. And without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the news. We don't have any mini stories today, but we have some bigger stories, starting with the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. So you guys... Unfortunately, I do have to issue a content warning here. This involves deaths from a natural disaster. Unfortunately, thousands have died in a 7.8 magnitude earthquake that rocked parts of Syria and Turkey Sunday night in the middle of the night. Most people were sleeping. The estimate is around 3,800 deaths so far. And we know that numbers like this tend to be low in the first few days following a crisis because people will be trapped. People will end up passing away at hospitals later on. So the death toll is unfortunately set to rise and it's been rising fast. Actually, when I wrote this story out this morning, it was lower by like over a thousand. So, you know, it's just been a crazy, crazy natural disaster to try and keep tabs on. So we'll maybe be updating you guys for a couple days, but buildings at the foot of these mountains just absolutely crumbled into rubble. And there's so much rubble that there's definitely people trapped inside it. And this was by far the deadliest earthquake to hit the area in more than two decades and was as strong as the strongest ever recorded in the area. Then there was a second earthquake that hit. And it was almost as strong as the first. The first was 7.8, as I mentioned, and the second one was 7.5. So it was almost just as strong. 
It's estimated that 3,000 buildings have collapsed. And I know that a number of buildings collapsed after the earthquake. Like maybe the buildings were like damaged during the quake and didn't actually fall down until afterwards. The affected area by these quakes actually spans 200 miles, according to NPR. And there is a freaking snowstorm in the area as if they needed anything else going on. Rescue teams and local officials are scrambling to set up emergency stations for those who are injured. The U.S. is already sending aid to the area they have announced and all of our humanitarian aid organizations that are already in Turkey are helping out as much as they can. Turkey is even sending aid to Syria, who they used to have a lot of tension with because they're still in the midst of a civil war and are definitely lacking in infrastructure right now. Online, you can actually see video footage of buildings, very tall buildings that appear to be apartments coming down. And it's completely horrifying to watch you guys. So many people are suddenly left with nothing. And it will take a long time to rebuild from this. We'll definitely keep you guys posted as this progresses over the next few days. And next up for today, have to mention Beyonce's Grammy wins. So Beyonce Knowles Carter made history last night. She won her 32nd Grammy Award, setting a new record for the most Grammy victories of all time. She won for Best Dance Slash Electric Music Album. Let's listen to her speech. Thank you so much. I'm trying not to be too emotional. And I'm trying to just receive this night. I want to thank God for protecting me. Thank you, God. I'd like to thank my Uncle Johnny, who's not here, but he's here in spirit. I'd like to thank my parents, my father, my mother, for loving me and pushing me. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. Thank you. So Beyonce's Uncle Johnny was gay and passed away from AIDS. She had spoken out a bunch of different times about the huge impact that he had on her career from dance to her costumes to her music overall. Beyonce has now been nominated for 88 Grammys in total. Now, her fans were still a little miffed, though. Don't get me wrong. Beyonce fans feel that she is always winning these kind of side awards and none of the big ones. I don't know if you guys caught this on social media, but... When Harry Styles was accepting his award for best album of the year, he was getting heckled by Beyonce fans in the crowd 
saying that she deserved the award, which is obviously a throwback to when Kanye West jumped on stage and grabbed the microphone from Taylor Swift and told the entire audience that Beyonce actually deserved her award. It's the same vibe. So anywho, there was a lot of sort of controversy surrounding that because Harry Styles also said people like me, quote unquote, do not typically win these types of awards and a lot of people took to Twitter to be like you're a white straight man so actually you've dominated this award so it's very interesting what he meant by it was someone from his socioeconomic background anywho lots of controversy there some other notable awards, though, were, of course, Harry Styles for Album of the Year, as I mentioned, and he also won Best Pop Vocal Album. Lizzo won for Record of the Year, and Taylor Swift won for Best Music Video with her epic, all-too-well throwback short film. I also loved that Sam Smith and Kim Petras won for Best Pop Duo with Unholy because that song really swept up pop culture and social media. The two arrived hand in hand wearing these really dramatic red veiled silk ensembles that were matching. So it was pretty epic. And yeah, that's our Grammys recap. And lastly for today, this is kind of a longer story, so buckle up. George Santos again, you guys. There is more. I cannot believe it just keeps going and going. Anywho, now that we've heard about his CD past, his lies on the campaign trail, ex-boyfriends claiming emotional abuse, we are now also hearing claims that George Santos sexually harassed a candidate for his team as a house aide. Is this someone just jumping on the bandwagon and piling it on this pretty unlikable character? Turns out the guy coming forward is facing criminal charges himself. But sexual harassment is not something to take lightly, so I wanted to make sure to walk you guys through the details. Here is how it all came out. This man named Derek Myers sent a letter to the House Committee on Ethics, which was also posted to Twitter, as he claims for the sake of transparency. I will go ahead and read the letter because I don't want to paraphrase something so sensitive. Here it goes. Quote, Representative Guest and Representative Wild, I am writing to you to request an investigation into Congressman George Santos, New York, 03. In January 2023, I was interviewed for and offered a job by the congressman to be his, quote, legislative correspondent, end quote, and staff assistant in his D.C. office. The position was offered to me Monday, January 23rd. I proceeded to fill out all my onboarding new hire paperwork and submit it that evening. Later that evening, I was asked by the office chief of staff, Charlie Lovett, to come into the office the next day to be introduced to the staff. I went to the congressman's office Tuesday, January 24th, and met the office team in D.C. I was assigned a desk and told what my job duties were. I spent the rest of my day performing work for the congressman and escorting him around the building. 
My work included answering phones, reading mail, corresponding and writing to constituents, among other tasks. I was told that my title was volunteer until my paperwork could be processed through the payroll department. I was told this process could take several days, but that I would work in the office until then under the title volunteer. Since this, I have learned that such volunteer work within a congressional office without the correct procedures being followed is a violation of the House ethics, and I am requesting that this serve as an official request for an investigation into the violation of allowing a volunteer to work in the workplace and offload work from paid staff members onto the volunteer with the promise of future employment. Secondly, I am writing to request investigation into sexual harassment by the congressman. On Wednesday, January 25th, I was alone with a congressman in his personal office going over mail correspondence from constituents and making my recommendations for which letters we should respond to. The congressman earlier in the day had asked me if I had a grinder profile, which is widely known as an LGBTQ plus social networking app more commonly used for sexual intercourse. The congressman shared with me that he himself had a profile. While I was in his personal office reviewing the mail, he also called me buddy and insisted I sit next to him on a small sofa. I proceeded to move forward with a discussion about the mail, but the congressman stopped me by placing his hand on my left leg near my knee saying, hey buddy, we're going to karaoke tonight. Would you like to go? I kindly declined the invitation by telling the congressman I was not a fan of clubs and bars and that I was not a good singer. The congressman proceeded to take his hand and move it down my leg to my inner thigh and proceeded to touch my groin. He proceeded to look at me and say, my husband is out of town tonight if you want to come over and went on to tell me where he lived. I quickly pushed the congressman's hand away and grabbed the mail from the table and proceeded to discuss the topic of constituent correspondence. Shortly thereafter, I left the personal office and returned to my desk. On Monday, January 30th, I was called into the congressman's office and asked about my background as a journalist. I was questioned about matters that had already been disclosed in my conversations with hiring managers from the congressman's office prior to my job offer. On Wednesday, February 1st, I was informed that my offer was being rescinded. I am requesting an investigation into the sexual harassment of Congressman Santos, as well as his violation of House ethics rules on volunteering in the workplace by having staff offload work onto the volunteer with the promise of employment. Signed, Derek Myers. End quote. When he posted this to social media, he also wrote the following tweet with it. Quote, These matters will not be litigated on social media or through the news media. They are serious offenses and the evidence and facts will speak for themselves if the committee takes up this matter. This tweet is being made public in light of transparency, end quote. But then, of course, the media gets a hold of this and starts digging into Derek's past. And he's had some scandals all of his own. So Derek was charged with wiretapping in Ohio when he published audio from a courtroom that was sent to him. But Derek also had secretly recorded Santos and his chief of staff as well, which is also not a great look. So who knows how much or if any of this is true, but I do hope that it is investigated 
by the committee because both of these things are really serious offenses and we need to get to the bottom of what exactly happened. So if Santos's days didn't look numbered before, they do even more so now. We will be sure to keep you guys posted. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, the quality of your life ultimately depends on the quality of your decisions. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh.